Hello everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast, produced by the Magnolia Healing Center. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. In this podcast, we will be delving into topics related to narcissistic abuse, codependency, childhood wounds, childhood trauma, mental illness, and all things narcissism. The purpose of this podcast is to bring widespread awareness and healing to the global epidemic of narcissism and codependency. It is my hopes that with this podcast, we can collectively create an environment of health and healing for you, the individual, and for the world at large. Let's begin. Hi, everyone. Thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode. Today, I'm going to be discussing ego versus intuition inner guidance system. So this is something that has been a struggle for me for a very long time, identifying you know, what voices in my head or what thoughts were coming from ego, which, which were misleading and misguiding and ultimately leading me to darkness and oftentimes self-destruction, and which were the voices of the intuition of my soul, which was leading me towards health, towards happiness, and towards my highest self. So in this episode, I'm going to be discussing some of the differences and how to identify between the two. So to begin, I'm going to be discussing specific insights that are described in an article here. Uh, my spiritual shenanigans.blog, the article is, what is intuition and is it even real? So the article describes the intuition as sort of a feeling that you follow, like a hunch, uh, which guides you to do something. And even though you don't necessarily know why you're doing it, uh, you just feel like it's the right thing to do. And then later you look back and you realize that that was actually the best thing for you. Uh, that essentially is your intuition guiding you or your soul guiding you. The article points out that it's important to have an internal dialogue with your intuition or with the universe. Uh, the article describes that when you do this, when you are unsure of what to do, uh, we have this sort of ego defense where we says, oh, we, we already know what to do, or we feel like we don't want to be in the unknown and therefore we defend against hearing new insights. But it's important to open up and allow ourselves to hear new information and ask for divine intervention. So when you're having an issue, when you open up yourself to hearing information from your intuition, that'll help guide you. Uh, this essentially is a way of communicating with yourself, with your intuition uh, for clarity. The article goes on to say that it's important to separate your ego from your self-esteem. So oftentimes we are trying to protect our, our, our self-concept or who we think we are and we get defensive, right? And, and, and we want to retaliate or fight back. And usually this happens because we're operating out of ego. So this is not self-esteem. This is not protecting our true self. And, and uh, the quote that it uses here is, uh, the ego loves drama and the soul loves simplicity. So if it's egging you on to create chaos and to create a, you know, trigger people to into a fight, then chances are you're not really protecting yourself. You're actually just fueling the ego and the false self. And it's important to identify that is not your uh, intuition. That's not something that'll guide you to health and interconnection, but rather to chaos and destruction. And finally, the article says that it's important to separate trauma from it intuition. You know, when we have wounds and we have unmet childhood needs, it kind of hijacks our, our thinking mind, uh, our emotional dysregulation, and it causes us to think things and, and perceive things that may or may not be there. And oftentimes we get defensive because we're trying to protect our wounds and we, uh, in essence, separate ourselves from, from the calmness of hearing that intuition, that intuitive voice of guidance. So it takes non-reactivity, it takes a certain amount of presence to sit with ourselves and pay attention to what's our trauma and what's our pain. You know, pain demands attention. So when we're in too much pain, we're not necessarily calm and listening. So it's important to develop that, like I said, non-reactivity so you can create that inner peace, which will allow you to actually listen to what's going on as opposed to be highly reactive and just defensive or trying to soothe the pain from our past wounds of childhood or relationships. 
So I'm going to bring some insights from a different article. This one is called Ego versus Intuition, Learning How to Identify Your Inner Voices by the Share Team. So if you're wondering, okay, well, I have all these voices in my head. I've maybe been living out of ego my whole life. That's what I know. How would I be able to discern between what is the intuition and what is the ego? And usually you're curious because the ego has led you down dark, destructive pathways in your relationships uh, between you and yourself and other people, and, and usually have led you to feeling very alone and not happy, not fulfilled. So to quote the article, it says, your ego, the first thing you want to do is you want to get quiet and just listen. You know, soon a voice will start in, it'll be familiar, it'll probably be what you've been thinking is your intuition all along, but it's not. Uh, that bold rambling in your head is your ego, you can tell, because it started talking first. Your ego's main job is to protect you mentally and physically, and that's an important and powerful job. But because ego is largely influenced by the world in which we live in, our past experiences, our hurts, and our fears, feed the ego until it becomes too powerful. So when so much of your thoughts are governed by the overfed, egoic bully, it is not serving you and setting you on the right path. In fact, it's doing everything in its power to hold you back because it believes that by not listening to it and, and going into the unknown and, and, and trusting, it's actually going to die. And, and it, it might have, you might have an ego death when you do that. So ultimately it's just trying to protect itself, which is understandable. That is its job. Uh, the ego is afraid. It tries to keep you safe by shutting down anything new or different. It spins a web of what ifs, it's controlling and bossy and manipulative, and some would argue it is a narcissist and certainly not your friend. Now, the intuition, on the other hand, is everything your ego is not. It is quiet. It is often silent. It may come to you in a strong physical sensation in your stomach. Hence the term, go with your gut. Or it may feel like tingling energy in your hands or at the nape of your neck. Uh, your intuition is loving. It's a gentle and kind nudge towards peacefulness and positivity and warmth. So with intuition, you just know something. It doesn't need to make sense. It doesn't need to make have a logical explanation. It's just the confidence that you feel backed by the wisdom of the universe. The article continues to describe that the interesting thing about the intuition is that it's always there and available to guide you back to your highest self's greatest pur purpose. So oftentimes we get pulled back into ego or, you know, our mind chatter. We go out into a world that's chaotic and we just get distracted, but it's always available for you when you quiet the mind. All you really need to do is just quiet the ego long enough so you can actually pay attention and, and hear what it's saying. And I call this non-reactivity or mindfulness. So you can't just get rid of the ego, and nor should you want to. It serves a purpose, and it's there for a reason. So uh, the ego, it's not necessarily going to go away completely, but it's important to uh, recognize it for what it is and take away its power. And uh, it shares some of the signs that you are operating out of ego. It's, uh, it says fear. Fear, uh, if your inner voice is speaking in a fearful or anxious way, it says you can bet it's your ego. Intuition does not come from a place of fear. It comes from a place of love. Now, scarcity, when you feel insecure and lacking, or you have a scarcity mindset, this is driven by ego. Intuition is driven by abundance, confidence, and fulfillment. Uh, next is changed. Fluctuating ideas, changing viewpoints, inconsistent self-talk, these are characteristics of the ego. The intuition is consistent, it's in the flow, and it's steady. Next is external. Or your ego tries to boost itself up by amassing more on an external level, intuition needs nothing more. It is divine, it is whole, it is complete, it is pure love. And therefore, if you find yourself looking for outside validation or trying to get attention, chances are this is coming from the egoic needs. Uh, next, justification. The ego backs up its decisions with, with a laundry list of reasons, even if it is not necessarily the correct reasons. Uh, intuition gives you one simple answer and it doesn't explain itself, it just is. And finally, the last one is judgment. If your inner voice speaks in a judgmental way or a comparison way, it's definitely not your soul. It's not your intuition. Your intuition only knows acceptance and love. 
Now, once you get accustomed to deciphering the source of that inner voice, you'll notice that your intuition becomes more noticeable, it becomes louder, and suddenly that becomes the primary voice in your life. But for the longest time, chances are if you were raised in a toxic home, if you've been abused, or you just haven't been emotionally and psychologically and spiritually free, then that's all you know, it's just the ego. And that, that, that self-talk is critical, that's not your soul, it's not your intuition. It's so important, like I mentioned, to develop that skill of non-reactivity so you can actually pay attention and not just either run away from your critic or, or fight it, but rather just be present and listen with and, and calm your emotions so you can just listen and identify that it is in fact not your not your not your soul it's your it's your ego and it's your wounded self once you do that you can then actually identify that calm peaceful voice that is below it all that just wants to love you and guide you towards your highest self and if you are struggling in this way if you're finding it difficult to discern between the two very very normal this is something i struggled with for years finally i was able to regulate my emotions create a, a sense of inner peace and suddenly i was able to really hear it and now it's a primary voice in in most of what i do and yes my ego will pop in every so often but i've identified it when that happens i can set boundaries with it i can make sure it doesn't control my life but at times i still struggle so this is this is not a, something that we just learn once and we, we we're over with it it's a constant struggle because the ego does not want to die it does not want to give up the fight um, but when the ego can realize that it's not gonna it's not a bad thing hearing these this information and it's something that will actually set us free it's more and more willing to let go and not not uh, fight every time we want to make an intuitive decision into the unknown so this is a circle for you I'd be more than happy to assist you in in identifying you know what is your ego what is your self-talk that's critical uh, not your intuition what is your what are your wounds you know if you have wounds of childhood and they're demanding that they be met and you know that critical child self within you uh, it's important to heal that so that you can meet those needs of your child self and then be in a place of inner peace so you can hear the intuition which will guide you in the best direction i can promise you this my intuition every time it's guided me it has never failed me even though i took leaps of faith that seemed crazy at the time so it'd be my honor to assist you in being able to do this for your life as well so you can really grow in a healthy way uh, and, and uh, become whole and really attract the abundant happy life that you deserve so if you'd like to work with me, it'd be an honor to assist you on your healing journey. I have a new email. The email is yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at magnoliahealingcenter.com. Uh, my phone number is 818-210-6049. Please do reach out and discuss with me how I can be of service to you. Thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, all the best.